everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Why We Disney podcast. We are super excited to have yet another special guest, another Disney enthusiast. So let's go ahead and get on with the episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Why We Disney podcast. Happy Wednesday. We have an incredible guest prepared for you. I've been wanting her to be on the podcast for a very, very long time. So really quick, I'm going to introduce my amazing co-host, Kara. Hey. <laughs> and our special guest today, her name is Anna Lemons. Y'all, she is the cutest thing. And we could have interviewed her for like so many things for the podcast. Like she is a Disney travel agent. She was engaged at Disney. Like she knows all about the cruise lines. She's a previous cast member, like so many things that we could have gotten her on here for, but we are, I'm so excited. And are you like, are you pumped to be on today? I'm so pumped guys. I love your podcast and I'm super, super thankful for you having me on. And I love Disney. It seems like just as much as you guys. Um, and so I love having Disney conversations. Those are the best kind of conversations. So thank you so much for having me. Um, really excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, tell the listeners if they don't already know, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I have a website that they can go directly to my website if they're interested in that. It's www.magicalenchantedvacationswithanna.com. So magicalenchantedvacationswithanna.com. Anna has two N's, so A-N-N-A. And then social media on Instagram, I am magicalvacationswithanna. And then same thing on Facebook. They can find me under the same name on Facebook. So yeah, I love to love to have all the new followers and, and meet all the new people. Sure. We are all about like connecting people in the Why We Disney community and well, the Disney community as a whole. So super grateful for that. Now I want to go ahead and start. So tell us about like your Disney background. I was scrolling through your Instagram and you have like baby pictures from Disney. So just tell us your whole background with that. I do. So there's a specific reason that I wore this shirt today to record the podcast. So this is the 25th anniversary castle the famous uh cake castle um from the 25th anniversary and that was actually my very first trip to disney so it's really special for me that this is the year of the 50th this year in 2021 um i was uh, about three years old the very first time I ever went to Disney and it was the 25th anniversary so this was the castle um that that was my first trip and my mom said when I walked in as a three-year-old my eyes just bugged out I mean I was instantly hooked at age three which seems hard to believe but so ever since um it's a true addiction I mean you guys can totally relate to that Disney is just, you walk in, you're a part of a story, the rest of the outside world just disappears. And it's just something truly magical. And it's sometimes hard for people to understand that, but we, we know how it, how it feels there. And so I've loved it ever since. And we've been going um, at least once a year, once every other year when I was young. And then as I got a little bit older, we would go more often. My mom and I usually do like a mother daughter trip once a year or every other year. 
And then when I met my, who is now my husband with boyfriend at the time, he had never been. So I've kind of turned him over to the Disney side as well. And we love to go. And so you mentioned also, you know, I was used to be a cast member. I did the college program there. And so I have a whole slew of, of Disney years that I just absolutely love it. So that is so cool. And another thing that I want to mention and also to promote to the, our listeners for the Why We Disney podcast, but congratulations on your YouTube channel. Like, holy crap. Thanks. Well, thank you. That is so sweet. So we are far behind you guys. You guys are so advanced. Yours is amazing. But we are trying to start a vlog. Um, and we travel so much. Uh, like you mentioned, I am a travel agent. And so we go to a lot of different destinations, definitely Disney more than any others. But we just decided we really wanted to start a vlog to be able to document our travels for our own memories, but also use it as a way to advertise to people about the different destinations that I can book for people. And also just to give people information about traveling. We started it this year because traveling has just been super complicated over the past year. Everything has changed. And so that was something that I wanted to just be able to have a platform to inform people and post videos about different, different destinations. And it's great about YouTube because people can search for specific things like a specific resort or um, a specific room at Disney and your video will pop up. And so they can find information about what they're specifically looking for. And so it's been fun. We have not made a whole lot of progress. I think you mentioned I'm a teacher, um, then also the, the travel agency stuff. And then we are really starting to try to pump out some videos and the editing process takes a while. So my husband's been a rock star with that. Um, but yeah, we were just starting our vlog. And so on YouTube, that is Lemco Travel Adventures. So L-E-M-C-O, Lemco Travel Adventures on YouTube. So we'd love for everybody to subscribe. And yeah, so it's been fun so far. Yeah, I we certainly will subscribe to that for sure. Go ahead, Kara. No, I was just going to say, I love that you're doing vlogs. And yeah, we're definitely going to subscribe on the podcast page. Um, and so many people are doing vlogs now. And I think it's becoming more popular because YouTube, uh, YouTube like Instagram is becoming more of a search engine. Yeah, it so is. We're going to social media sites to look things up to get like pictures and videos rather than just Google. So I think that's absolutely amazing. Yes. I really appreciate as, as a traveler, a good tour of either a property or a specific room before I book something, because it gives me a little bit more of a sense of comfort of not just seeing the advertised photos, the, the corporate photos on companies' websites and stuff, because sometimes some of those things can feel misleading. Um, they're not always, but you just really like to see real. You want to see it real. You want to see people's personal experiences there. And I try to talk about the things that I know that my husband and I enjoy or my family enjoys that I think that other people might enjoy as well. Um, try to hit the highlights of that kind of stuff. So, yeah. And a lot of the like vlogging community, at least in the Disney community, is like coming from DC peers or the Disney college programers. And I, I just want to get into this segment and talking about like your cast member experience. Okay. Can you tell, tell the listeners when and where you worked at Disney? Okay. You are exactly right. I have found that so many 
vloggers or Disney Instagrammers or that community, a lot of them did do the college program. And I think for a lot of us, it started as a love of Disney when we were kids. And then we just always kind of had it in mind that we, that's something we would like to do. And then after that, we've just kind of grown into doing other things associated with Disney, like Instagrams and vlogs. But um, yeah, so I actually did something that I am still doing, but I was part of the kind of vacation planning group for Disney Resorts. So I did concierge service um, at the resorts. And so my home resort that I worked at was the Yacht and Beach Club. And it was amazing. Um, I know there are kind of some mixed experiences with doing the college program. And there are definitely pros and cons. Um, but I had a great experience. And I was very fortunate because when you apply for the college program, which I'm really crossing my fingers is going to come back soon, because I'm so sad that it's not here right now and, and not available. But um, so when you apply for the college program, there's a list of different jobs that you can prioritize as your first, second, third, fourth, fifth choice. And my first choice was the concierge planning because I had done so many trips for people. This was before, long before I was a, a travel agent. And people would contact me and say, hey, we want to go to Disney. We know y'all go all the time. Can you just set everything up for us? Do our dining reservations. Do our fast passes. Tell us all the good places to go. We need to know all the things. And so I knew that I wanted to do something along those lines of helping other families create that Disney magic and line up their trips. And I'm super type A personality. So I love a good organized trip. I love a good itinerary. And I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I was really fortunate. That was my first choice. And I was able to get that role. Um, that's not necessarily always the case. And you have the opportunity to accept that role or decline that role before you, um, go to your program. So you'll know, you know what you'll get before you, before you go, which is nice. Um, but yeah, so that was the role that I did. I was primarily at the Yacht and Beach Club throughout my whole program. And I started at um, the front desk, the main front desk reception area doing check-in and um, things like that. And then I transitioned over to more of the concierge role. And then by the end of my program, I was doing a lot of the club level stuff at that resort, which was a lot of fun because that was a little bit of extra special itinerary planning for families. And I I really enjoyed that. And there were a few times where I did um, some things at some other resorts when there were shifts needed or, or things like that for those. But yeah, Yacht and Beach Club was my home resort. So it has a really special place in my heart. That board, whole boardwalk area is just, it's my favorite. So it's seeming like you've like done it all in your <laughs> program. Um, and I know that Disney is announcing that there's possibilities, a strong possibility I've heard that the Disney College program will be back by or before 2022. 2022 so, I so many people are like super excited about that. So can you maybe tell us a great experience you had with it? And maybe a not so great or like a warning sign to look out for? Because I know a lot of people are probably going to be like, DCP is opening, must put in application. You know what I mean? So both sides of that? Yes. Well, I will tell you, it's a very, it's a long process. I was not expecting it to be such a long process of um, the application process itself. Basically, you do your initial application and then there are 
several different phone interviews, um, Zoom interviews along the way before you actually get the the yes or the no decision. And so um, that just be prepared for that. Be prepared for the process of applying. Um, so my best experiences, one of my favorite things up of the college program was the opportunities that we had to make magic essentially for families that were traveling and staying at the resorts. And I know there's a lot of different ways that cast members get to make magic for guests, whether they are working attractions or food and beverage. And so this was just my particular examples as being um, in the concierge role for the college program, but we, I had the opportunity several times when families would, um, it was either like the first time trip or maybe, um, a child was having a special birthday or also maybe a negative experience had, had occurred and I needed to do something for guest recovery or something. So I love the times where I got to go into the gift shop and get a few things and go and leave a surprise in that family's room for when they returned, there was like a magical setup waiting for them. Or maybe they were really bummed because um, something got canceled that they were supposed to be doing that day or a child got sick or something like that. So I was able to kind of make some magic for them and work out some extra fast passes for them the next day and kind of give those out as as some magic or um, maybe treat them to some ice cream at Beaches and Cream, which is one of my favorite places that's at Yacht and Beach Club. So there were just some special little moments that being a cast member, I kind of felt like I had a little bit of magical power that I got to use every now and then. And um, that was really exciting. And I also had some wonderful, wonderful friendships that I made doing the college program with the girls that I lived with. And they would kill me if I did a whole podcast interview and forgot to mention them. So um, my girls from 7104, that was our apartment number when we, we lived in um, where, where we live for the college program. But I will say that could go along with something that might be not necessarily a negative, but a warning for people. You live with a lot of people and it is close quarters. <laughs> um, I lived in a four bedroom apartment with seven other girls. And so we were, we were packed in there together which was a lot of fun, but I do know I worked with some people who lived um, with also a lot of people that maybe didn't align the same way roommates. And so that can be kind of tough, especially if you maybe haven't started college yet and you're going to do this your first year before you go to college and you haven't had that experience of living with other people in a dorm room type situation. It's a lot like college. It's a lot like being piled together in a dorm. And um, so that can take some adjusting. I graduated a semester early from college. So I was able to do this at the very end of my college career. I had already graduated. That is something to consider. And, and you do live in, um, it's Disney provided housing. Another thing to consider would be that you are not paid a lot of money to do this. So it is definitely an experience. Um, you do get a the, the famous main gate pass where you get to go into the parks anytime for free, which in my opinion, that was like worth the whole experience just right there. Um, but I think sometimes people think this is like 
salary kind of job. Like you're paid pretty good money to go and do this, but you're not at all. Um, your rent for your Disney housing is taken out of your check every week. And so it just leaves you just a tiny bit for pretty much groceries. And that's about it. Um, you work really long hours as well. And so you might work until 1am some nights if the parks, you know, have a late closing, if you're working in the parks. And um, I worked a lot of times the evening shifts at the resorts. And so Sometimes I didn't leave till midnight. Um, a lot of the people who have been Disney employees and worked there for a long time that are full-time get priority on the scheduling. So a lot of them like to work morning shifts, which I don't really blame them because they leave at like 2.30 in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, I would say those are kind of things to consider. Um, you have to really eat, sleep, breathe Disney. I mean, if you love Disney, just to the bottom of your heart and it, then it's totally worth it. You're going to love the experience, but if it's something that you're just kind of doing for a resume or just kind of wanting to just experience working somewhere different might not necessarily be the experience for you. So um, hopefully those are a couple of things to give some people some more info. I love it. Uh, that's absolutely amazing. So fun fact. Um, I actually was accepted to the Disney college program back hey. in 2019. Uh -huh. um, I'm in grad school. I was able to apply, but my teaching schedule and the Disney College program schedules did not line yeah. up properly. Yeah. Um, and my my boss was like, "Yeah, we can figure it out." Blah blah blah. But Disney was like, "No, right. <laughs> if you can't come on this day, <laughs> no." So I'm a little salty with the college program, but I I do understand the magical experience, and that's just absolutely amazing and I know here on the podcast we are going to get into some deeper episodes about when to apply how to apply have some further interviews with DCP members um so everyone stay tuned about that but for right now we are going to pause for a quick ad break and we'll see you right after this Welcome back. We are here with my amazing co-host, Kara, and our awesome guest, Anna. And Anna, I just want to, like, we are so, the Why We Disney podcast, we are all about the parks. We're all about Disneyland. But there is one thing of Disney that is such a huge thing that I don't know hardly anything about. So I really want to talk about this for a few minutes. So the Disney Cruise Line, yes. such a huge thing. Like, oh okay. my word. How like popular is the cruise lines and that I just don't realize? Is it just me? Cruise line is so popular. I mean, DCL is such a huge, huge part of Disney. And of course it hasn't been around as long as the parks, but there is a huge following of Disney cruise line. There are people who are Disney cruisers through and through like that is their jam and they will do you know multiple ones a year um but then there are people who maybe do a couple in a lifetime and because they just really love Disney and they want that Disney experience on a cruise ship um I think typically a lot of the families that I will book Disney cruises for love Disney in general 
or are wanting to do a first kind of cruise experience. I've never been on a cruise before and Disney cruises are a totally different standard than other cruise lines. It is definitely a step above. And especially if you have children um, and even for adults only, and we can kind of talk about that. There's a whole experience of it um, with, for just adults too, but it is a great, great cruise line for families and one that you know that you're going to have the Disney level of experience that you have at the parks and the resorts, but just on a cruise ship and even up a level in, in experience. So their cruise line is huge. And a lot of times people, if, especially if they're from far away, will do combined vacations where they'll stay um, a lot of times at the on the front side of their trip and they'll do parks for a few days and stay at one of the resorts and one of the the cruise line buses will actually pick them up from the resort so let's just say in stay let's just say you're staying at um, you know pop century and the cruise line bus will pick you up at pop century at the end of your parks stay um, the day of your cruise and they'll pick you up they'll take you to your cruise ship you'll get on the cruise ship go on your Disney cruise and then get off your cruise and fly back home so it's like the best of both worlds doing it that way um oh. yeah <laughs> the cruise line is is something else it really is a whole experience and if you've never experienced one highly highly recommend it Sure. So um, it's like the magic never stops if you do a trip like that. Like, geez, the way <laughs> it's so true. So they really are like all they're cracked up to be. Like, they truly are amazing. Then they truly are. They truly are. We I've cruised several cruise lines in my lifetime and had a lot of clients that are big cruisers and have done lots of cruise lines. But Disney Cruises, it's just a different standard. It's like the equivalent of if you go to Disney World often or have been to Disney World or Disneyland, any Disney parks, and you stay at a Disney resort, and then you drive down the road and you stay at a different hotel brand. There's just a difference. And of course, you're inside the Disney bubble. Um, so the Disney bubble uh, carries over onto the cruise ship as well. And just from the moment that you step aboard the ship and they announce your name over the loudspeakers, welcoming your family onto the ship, it's a very magical moment. From that moment on, every single part of it has that Disney magic, that next level of service. Um, the staff is just they will bend over backwards for you. The food is on the same type of level that you would get at, you know, California Grill, Ohana, all the favorites of, of Disney Resort um, dining experiences. So it's it's pretty amazing. Um, I'm a little bit of a clean freak. And so I have a little bit of an issue sometimes with certain cruise lines and just going on cruises in general. It's just so many people have been on that ship before you and then they the people get off the ship the same day and they flip it and new people get on so I'm kind of picky with that and the cleanliness on the Disney Cruise Line ships is unbelievable they're immaculate they're just like they keep the parks and the resorts if not even better um and so it's it is a wonderful experience I mean they're the only cruise line that shoots fireworks off the ship in, at night just like you would see in the parks it's it's truly 
um, Disney level entertainment, dining, the whole nine yards. Um, not to mention they have their own private island, island castaway key that is exquisite. Um, so yeah, their cruise line, Disney Cruise Line is is amazing. Oh my gosh, Kara, is she making you want to go on a Disney cruise? <laughs> yes, I've never been on a cruise, period. So really? I, I really want my first one to be a Disney cruise. I'm convinced. It needs to be. It needs to be. You guys let me know when, just as soon as we can get those boats back out there. We're all holding our breath for that day. And we should all go on one, one time. They are, they're amazing. Um, and they're so, they're so great because I think sometimes people think that, oh, I have to have small children to go on um, a Disney cruise or it's for kids only um, kind of thing, which obviously we know that the parks are not just for kids. I mean, we, we love it too. Um, but I actually don't have kids and we've never been on a Disney cruise with children. So it is, you can have an incredible experience. I've had people do honeymoons on Disney Cruise, um, Disney Cruise Line. There are five-star five fine dining restaurants that are just adults only on the cruise ships. There are There's a whole section of the boat that is an adults only pool hot tub area just for adults. That's relatively not crowded at all because most parents and stuff are with their kids on the other side of the boat. So it's, it can be really amazing. Um, they have a wonderful spa where you can get massages. And so it can be a really incredible experience for adults too. Um, and, and you don't just have to be a total Disney lover to experience it because like I said, things are just taken to the next level, even just the food, the service. Um, and so for people that maybe you've got some people in the family that don't want Disney just thrown in their face the whole time, they just kind of want a relaxing, enjoyable, tropical vacation that you can have that experience as well. And you can also get as Disney as you want to with the character greetings and the Disney Broadway production shows that they have. And um, so, yeah, it's kind of the best of best of um, whatever you prefer. They have it on the cruise ship. That is super cool. And I'm so glad that you mentioned like you guys are holding your breath for, I was going to ask if they've opened any of the cruise lines, like have they not released any of that yet. They have not. So nobody is cruising still. And it has been at this point over a year um, that that cruise lines have stopped. And it's so, so sad to me because cruises are a huge part of vacations that I book for people. People love to cruise. And so I don't just book Disney Cruise Line. I book Royal Caribbean, Carnival, Norwegian. Um, although, of course, I'm partial to Disney and my clients are partial to Disney. But they haven't resumed any sailings yet. However, I think everybody is really hopeful, um, especially for maybe like the fall towards the end of this year. Um, I know Bob Chapek um, even announced the other day that he was really hoping for a fall return um, of Disney Cruise Line. And I will say if you are considering cruising anytime, even within the next year or two, um, if you are concerned at all about like COVID protocols or cleanliness or just wanting things to be up to a standard that you feel comfortable with, if you're concerned about anything like that at all, Disney Cruise Line is going to be the best of the best for that stuff when things do resume you're going to know you're getting on a boat that has been 
completely sanitized. Their protocols are down to a science. They've been practicing this stuff for a year. They're ready. I mean, they have these ships ready to roll. The protocols are in place just like they had for the parks. I mean, if you think back to when the parks were getting ready to open up, um, they had a plan in place. They were just waiting on the day that they, they could reopen. And so it's the same with, with the cruise line. Um, they're ready and they're prepared. And so they're going to be, they're going to have those, um, protocols and guidelines set just like the parks and do just as good as a good of a job. Yeah. Yeah. And we always say, like, if Disney's going to do something, like, they're going to do it right. Like, they're not yeah. going to, like, it's oh, not yeah. going to be halfway, and, like, they're always going to do it right. I think that's really cool. Um, I just, I want to, I want to know, like, my, just like my last question in this little segment here is just, you've been on a lot of Disney Cruise Lines, so I want to know, like, where you've been and, like, why you loved that one over another one, or, like, kind of tell me, what's the best one? Okay. So we haven't been on just a ton of them. Um, but I will say one of the most popular and probably my favorite one, um, especially for people who aren't necessarily looking to be gone for a really long time. And also I will caution Disney cruises are very expensive. Um, they are a good bit more expensive than the parks. And of course you have so much included in your Disney cruises. I mean, it's unlimited food, um, you know, just so much included in that one sticker price and you can make payments on them along the way, which is great, but they are expensive. So sometimes people don't necessarily want to pay for the seven night Western Caribbean on the Disney fantasy, which is the largest boat that they have, which yeah, that's probably the best cruise that Disney Disney does um, as far as just variety of ports and stuff like that. So for people that are wanting one that's maybe a little bit more cost effective and not necessarily as long, especially if it's their first cruise or they're not necessarily sure um, how their kids will do with it, but they know they want their kids to experience it. I love the four night cruise. Um, it's a Bahamas cruise from Port Canaveral. It's on the dream. And this particular cruise um, is called, well, people refer to it as a double dip cruise. And so what it does is it goes to um, Castaway Key. Disney's private island it then goes to Nassau in the Bahamas but it goes back a second time for a third day to um, Castaway Key so you get two days at their private island and that's my favorite because you're basically having an option to get off the boat somewhere every day of the cruise and some people might choose to stay on the boat like their Nassau day or one of the days if they don't want to get off but I love I cannot get enough of Castaway Key and so any cruise that stops there twice um, is is really amazing and that's a highly sought after cruise people that are big Disney cruisers um, they know all about the double dip cruise so they that's a that's a really exciting one so that's probably that's what it's called, right? It's called Double Dip Cruise. That's what it is. So it's, or is that what you call it? <laughs> that's, that's just kind of what it's referred to by a lot of people. So technically, it would just be a four-night Bahamas with two stops at Castaway Key. And so it leaves from Port Canaveral, which is great because they do have some of their ships that leave from Miami, um, New Orleans. And over in, in California, they have their Alaskan cruises, which are phenomenal. Um, 
but it's really convenient for a lot of people to leave from Port Canaveral, especially like I live in South Carolina. So a lot of the local people around here, they can drive that to Port Canaveral if they wanted to, or it's an easy flight. And then also for my people who like to do the parks either before or after their cruise, then that's the best way to do it because um, you can do resorts and then head over to the boat, which is just, you know, right there in Port Canaveral, real close to Disney World. So yeah, that's probably my favorite. That's yeah. really cool. I think if Kara and I like want to jump in on a cruise, like we're going to hit you up for some details and probably just take a look at more. That would be super cool. I would love to. <laughs> yes, I would love to. I'd love to come with y'all because <laughs> any exchange I could do a Disney cruise, I am always down for it. <laughs> That's so Next, cool. We're booking a trip. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we always like to end our episodes just with a little game. So we're going to do a what's the first thing that comes to mind segment. So I'm going to give you a word in case you have to do this too, of course. Give you a word yes. and then you can see the first thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay. Ready. The first word is princess. Ariel. Aurora. Tiana. Okay. <laughs> is it your no, favorite like no <laughs> no um, not for me or I don't know why but when you said princess it was just the first thing that popped in my head but yeah no it's not my favorite <laughs> I Ariel's probably my favorite I fun fact not that we're doing fun facts but the first movie I ever saw in a movie theater when I was probably two was Little Mermaid um so that's just kind of like a a special one I had multiple VHS tapes of The Little Mermaid, so. <laughs> All right, so the next one <laughs> is Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. Next is Star Wars. Baby Yoda. Kylo <laughs> Ren, no question. <laughs> Grizzly Bear. Okay, and I have to give the story behind this. Apparently, it's like Ewoks or something. Ewoks, yeah. Or I don't know Star Wars. Got it. I mean, I've watched them, but we all know my Star Wars history, okay? The real listeners know. Um, for months, I've called them grizzly bears. So <laughs> that's what they are now. They're so funny. Yeah, it works. Grizzly bears. <laughs> um, next word, Marvel. Ooh, WandaVision. Just finished it. Loved it. <laughs> Captain America, always. is the first thing. Good. Uh, mine's definitely WandaVision just because it's it's trending right now. Yes. It was so good. Did y'all love it? I loved it. Yeah. Oh, we loved it. Yeah. Okay, we've got two more. Okay. One, Disney Plus. Hmm. So I loved the Imagineering story. I want to restart it. I just, I could watch it forever. I just love the stories behind creating the parks. So. Yeah. The one they came out with for Animal Kingdom, I thought was super interesting. Like I loved it. Oh man. That was a great one. My husband was obsessed with that one. We watched them all. Oh my gosh. And like when we're on the safari, I'm like, I know their name. I know that animal's name. <laughs> I know. I feel the same way. We feel like we're friends with them now, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was it? I'm sorry. You said Disney plus. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so I don't know. So I, I'm a huge Marvel fan. So when you said Disney Plus, I was like, Marvel. That was my first thing that popped in my head. But what about you, Kara? Um, so mine is going to be Sunset because of the Sunset series. <gasps> yeah. Green go, and I keep those on the TV all love. the time. Yeah. So peaceful. So mm -hmm. on. Yeah. I love those. And then the last word is going to be Disneyland. Oh, uh, Pixar Pier. <sighs> so, so honestly, when you said Disneyland, I thought darling of Disney, our friend Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing I thought about when you said Ashley <laughs> mine is just I want to go like Disneyland yeah I want to yeah. go uh, that's the first thing that comes yeah. to mind it is so so great for so many reasons different than Disney World like it's just it's so different but so great I've had the strongest desire to go again lately I think just because they're not open and it's like you don't know what you had until it's gone kind of thing you know I'm like oh yeah. so bad um but holding our breath for that reopening date soon because I know I have clients that are just like dying to dying to be there. So yeah. awesome. Well, thank you there so too. much, Anna, for bringing yourself onto the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Um, you're absolutely amazing. It's great to have you. It looks like you're a jack of all trades in the Disney oh. realm. Um, so can you just time remind the listeners where to find you? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is the best way to get in contact with me. There's a contact form there. Um, if you're interested in booking a trip, um, just go to my website. I think a lot, a big misconception about certain travel agents, especially um, for me, is that I don't charge anything for my services. So basically you, you don't pay anymore by having me help you book your trip. So super great. You can go to www.magicalenchantedvacationswithanna.com. I know that's a long website, but magicalenchantedvacationswithanna.com. And then you can find me on Instagram or Facebook, Magical Vacations with Anna. And um, you should see my, hopefully my picture on there might help you recognize. And yeah, I would love to just um, have some new Disney friends and also help anybody with a, with any kind of trip that you're looking for. I can book anything, anywhere, not just Disney, but I do a lot of Disney. So Awesome. And thank so you much. for having me. Uh, so, so sweet of you guys to ask me on. And just to get to talk to fellow Disney lovers, it like brightens your whole day, brightens my day. So, Of course. And thank you to all of you that are right now listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Don't forget to rate us five stars first, but then hop over to YouTube, click subscribe, and then we're going to have all of these links in the YouTube subscription. So her YouTube, the travel agency, everything you can think of. We're going to have all of these links there so you are not to miss any of the contact information. All right, guys. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. And did you know we have a Pinterest? Oh, yeah, we have all the social medias. So make sure to go follow us. And um, I think that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's much. it. Bye, everyone. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.